Hey everyone, Becky from The Shift Team here, and we're back with a new mini episode to help everyone with some quick lessons to get great ideas and tools for gymnastics. Front Handspring Vaults. This week's mini podcast episode is a sneak peek of one of last year's Shift Symposium's guest lectures, Front Handspring Vaults, presented by Victoria Cunningham, who owns Flight Athletics Academy in Tennessee. Coach Victoria gained recognition through her YouTube channel where she presented her knowledge to the gymnastics community. Hi, I'm Victoria Cunningham. I'm the owner of Flight Athletic Academy in Kingsport, Tennessee, and I'm the head compulsory team coach here. I did competitive gymnastics growing up. I was never very good, but uh, my goal was always to own a gym and be a coach. I have been coaching gymnastics for 13 years now, and I've owned Flight Athletic Academy for five of those years. And I'm so excited to be here with you guys today for the Shift Symposium to be talking about my favorite event to coach, which is vaults, and my favorite skill to coach, just front handspring vaults. Absolutely love them. So thank you all for having me, and thanks for coming to this presentation. Let's just jump right in. So let's first start out with an example of a pretty good front handspring vault. That is Jenna. She was a level five last season. Uh, she is a phenomenal vaulter. I love coaching her on vault. Uh, and one of the reasons why she is such a good vaulter is because she is so, so, so tense all the time. So she actually does struggle on the other events when it comes to relaxing and flowing in her movements and things like that. But it does make for a really good vaulter when you have a kid that just literally cannot relax and is so tense all the time. So that's Jenna. And you're probably going to be seeing her a lot through this presentation. Uh, she is one of my very best vaulters. Here is another one of Jenna's vaults. The run of her front handsprings. This is actually from the state meet this past season. And I've got them slowed down for you so that you can really see the angle that she's coming in at, the angle that she's coming off at, and her shapes throughout the vault. All right, so first, let's talk about when coaching a front handspring vault. What is the takeaway? What are your gymnasts going to learn from the front handspring vault that's going to carry over to higher level vaults? I know for me personally, when I'm coaching compulsory vault, the end goal is never the front handspring. And so I'm never like, I just want to create the world's most perfect front handspring vault ever. And that is it. That's the end of the line for us. Um, with most of my compulsory gymnasts, I'm really trying to push them through to optional level gymnastics where they're going to be able to do higher level vaults. And most girls that are going to be flipping a vault, their first vault that they're going to flip is going to be a soup. That's most, it's not all. I know that's not, um, some people do it, but if they're going to flip a soup, and that's kind of what I've got in my brain when I'm coaching their front handspring vault and teaching them that, what are the things that I want them to take away from the front handspring vault that's going to translate well into the soup in the future? So let's talk about it. A fast approach. That's going to be used for the front handspring and for the soup, right? The powerful board punch with correct posture. The quick heel drive and turnover. And they turn over and they get into and off of the table quickly and then maintaining body tension throughout. So if you don't have all of those things in your front handspring vault and you go to move your kids up to a point where they're going to be doing a souk um, or even a souk timer, 
they're going to struggle with those things. And so I like to think of the front handspring as a progression towards higher level faults um, because it really is. And when you're teaching the front handspring vault, if your goal is to move your kids up to optional level gymnastics and higher level gymnastics, then you need to think of it as that as well. And so the ultimate goal, you always look way far in the future. What is the goal? Um, and then you move backwards from there. And so when you are coaching the front handspring vault, I would encourage you to make sure that you are looking at these aspects of the vault and not just zooming in and looking at the front handspring. Um, so a lot of times I'm not even really so worried about, are my gymnasts sticking their front handspring vault? Um, because I just feel like that's not really going to translate well into backwards flipping vaults, which is what I want them to be doing in the future. Um, and so if they have really, really fast run and they're crushing the springboard and they're staying so, so, so tight when they vault and turning it over. Um, that is really what I'm looking for when I am coaching a front hand spring vault. So let's break the vault down into the phases of the vault. So we've got the pre-flight phase. Um, this is when they're coming off of the springboard and getting into the table. Kind of look at the angle that she's coming into the table at. She comes off the springboard and she's trying to straighten out and get into a handstand line almost as quickly as possible. She's a little round in her hips, which I like because I want the pre-flight of the vault to kind of look a little bit like what you would imagine a dive roll entry would look like. And so if I just took away everything and took away that vault um, table, it kind of looks like she's going into a dive roll. And that's what I'm looking for in this pre-flight phase. Now she's got her ears almost covered. They could be covered just a little bit more and her eyes on her hands. And it's important that you're telling your gymnast where you want them to be looking at all times, because that's a lot of the sensory stuff that's happening for them is visual. And so you want them to know what they should be seeing. And so I want them to be looking through their eyelashes at their fingertips and then seeing the vault table because we're going to turn over and get into it. And I ask them a lot, I'm like, get into the vault table, get into the vault table. And if they don't see where the vault table is, then it's going to be hard to get into it. So they're coming off the springboard, straightening out a little bit round at this point because we're driving you know, those heels and trying to get into that straight line point. Um, and we're almost in a handstand line, trying to cover the ears, looking through the fingertips at the vault table right now in the pre-flight phase. Okay, the support phase, this is when they are completely on their hands and all their weight is through their hands. In the support phase, we're looking for maximum extension. Again, I really want the ears covered at this point. And maximum extension, what I'm talking about is covering up all the space between the shoulders and the ears and the neck over here. So if your kids are coming onto the table and you kind of see them going and having a lot of space in here, you want to encourage that maximum extension all the way through the shoulders. So she could use a little bit more maximum extension here. And then also I still want her to be looking through her eyelashes at her hands at this point. I think her chin is, is a little bit in, but I'm being extra picky. This is still a really, really great vault. And, and they're, I'm not really looking for absolute perfection um, at this point. Uh, again, if they're doing all the things that I asked, being tight, running fast, hitting the board hard. That's really what I'm looking for at this level. Um, but this is the support phase of the vault. She is in a handstand line. The handstand line is not vertical. It does not need to be vertical. When they come into the table, we actually don't want them to be at vertical because they would just collapse and fall apart. Um, we want them to come in at an angle. 
so that when they do the repulsion, and this is not really a phase of the vault, but I am going to show you um, her repulsion when they do the vertical repulsion. Uh, so when they do the repulsion, they are at vertical. So this is where she has her hands off of the table completely. So she has repulsed at this point. She's done her block. And what is the angle that she's at? She's completely in vertical at this point. I absolutely love that. So this is her vertical handstand shape, but she's not, no longer standing on the hands. So if she had landed on the table, she turned over, if she went up too high, turned over too much, and just came straight down in this line, then coming off the table would have been, you know, that that classic arch over the table. So we want to come in at a tight, nice angle and then pop up at vertical. And that's really what the judges are looking for too. There are deductions for not coming off the table by vertical. So it's, you know, at the further they get from vertical, by the time that their hands are off of the table, they're going to incur more deductions. Um, and why do we want them to have vertical repulsion? That's going to translate again in the future to our, uh, like our souk timer and our souk flipping vault. We want them to be off of the table and so that they have enough time to stand up and then initiate that flip. But there's her nice vertical repulsion. I, I love watching this kid vault. Okay, post flight. Now this is really, this looks a lot like a handstand flatback at this point. We're in a straight, 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 straight line. I tell my gymnast there is, once they get into the handstand for the vault, I want them to hold it the whole time. So just hold that line the whole way through. So again, her chin is a little bit too far down. If she could just keep that a little bit more neutral, that would be good. But other than that, this is really great. She's got a nice line. She's got really good tension. And you can tell looking at her shoulders that she did like a follow through as I call it. So she pushed through the vault table and then she continued to push even into the post flight, even into this repulsion aspect of her vault. So that was a really excellent vault by her. And she is super tiny and just a great vaulter regardless. If you want to hear the rest of this lecture, you can access it on the SHIFT website. The 2023 SHIFT Symposium runs from Friday, June 23rd to Sunday, June 25th, where you can learn everything you need to know about gymnastics medical care, gymnastics coaching, and gymnastics strength and conditioning. So don't miss out. Head over to shiftmovementscience.com. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to that episode. I hope that you really enjoyed it and got a lot of value out of it. I just want to let you know before we sign off here that a couple things we'd love for you to do. So one is please just make sure that you rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you're listening, because that really does help the episode grow quite a bit. And then second, if you really enjoyed this episode, we would love if you left us a review as well and told us what you liked about it. You know, what information was useful, what things were not useful, would you like to know more about, what guests you want to have on in the future. And then also as you kind of go about your day, if you found something really useful, just toss it up on social media. We love to hear from people on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, all the different websites that they're using for social media. Facebook is great too. But yeah, let us know what you like, because honestly, the podcast comes from people who just tell us what they're finding useful. And that's how we create the next set of content. So yeah, tag us in the podcast or tag us online, whatever you're doing it. And uh, let us know what you think. Thanks.